This episode of Quit the Build is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash QTB. That's T-R-Y expressvpn.com slash QTB to learn more. Today on Quit the Build, your takes on Halo Infinite surprise multiplayer release. Xbox's 20th anniversary presentation is rock solid. And the GTA Definitive Edition gets wasted on Metacritic. If you're like me, and I know I am, you're ready for some QTV. Get ready to quit the build. The QTV crew is rounding up all the gaming news and hot topics of the week with a little extra something. And here are your hosts, Bruno, Brad, and Nick. What to do? You're listening to the QTB podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, and with me are the boys of QTB, our co-hosts, Nick and Brad. Here we go. You know, we have got so much to talk about. I mean, this has been just a wild week. I've probably gotten in more gaming this week between Forza, between Halo, you know, and just uh, diving into Game Pass, all the news. I mean, what a what a great week to be a gamer, right, Brad? I, I can't agree with you more. I feel like it's a throwback to... To the days of old when this time of year there's so many good games coming out and I'm feeling excited and ready to get into our, our heavy plate of, of stories today. Absolutely. And before we do that, I want to give a quick shout out to our friends over at Trample Gaming uh, at trample.gg. Very cool uh, Discord server that I'm a part of. And they're actually a uh, an esports team based out of, of Maryland. And uh, a lot of members, a lot of tournaments that they've run. Terry is, uh, is a big part of that, uh, that group as well. So as, as you know, Terry, as we always say, is the as the Discord Lord, but uh, definitely uh, yeah. one of uh, one of my favorite servers that we both uh, frequent there at Discord. So uh, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, news to get to, really. So let's just jump right into it. A little bit later, we're going to be talking about yeah, GTA. Uh, that the, the trilogy right now is sitting at a solid zero point five on Metacritic. Whoa. Wow, yeah, with that thousands wow. of reviews. Wait, wait. So well, did we say is yeah. that a decimal a decimal score? Are we are we in decimals now? Like legitimate? We decimals? are in decimals. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, I, you know, a zero point five. It's uh, it's something, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it and, and why that's happening, and uh, of course get our takes on it because some of us have actually played those uh, those games. But first of all, the big story today, and of course this is going to be the big story because you know QTB, Bruno, you said yourself, you know QTB essentially was born from Halo, right? Yeah, actually, quit the build started because of Halo. It was a way for us to connect with uh, other players that were playing at the time. We started with a tournament. We called it Halo Ween. This was way back in 2015 and we just decided to create a little Facebook group where we would connect and talk about more than just Halo about all the games we were playing and that slowly evolved into what you see today via quitthebuild.com our podcast that you're listening to now and the myriad of other things that you can see on our website like the network partners that we have and it's I, I just honestly I didn't you know looking back on it Especially as we're coming up on a year with the podcast. I this is not how I thought things would go. Better than I ever expected. And it's neat to celebrate. Uh it's gonna be neat for us to celebrate our year anniversary. And it was really cool to celebrate Xbox's 20th anniversary with the launch of Halo Infinite, which is essentially what we're talking about here. I couldn't be more excited for this, but there were rumors. Rumors. Bruno Stradamus once again. <laughs> I mean, this was a big one, you know, and I I was out there, you know, you know preaching the word of, of, of the more Bruno because he absolutely was right. And, you know, looking at all of the signs pointing towards what was going to happen, of course, the story we're talking about, and this is coming from uh, Polygon.com, Halo Infinite uh, did get announced during Xbox's 20th anniversary uh, release as as just a, a shadow drop right at the very end. They're like, oh, by the way, you can play it now. Uh, it's out, yep. technically in beta, but we'll get into kind of what that actually means. Um, as as the game, the multiplayer mode is is fully playable as of right now. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll also get into the other things that uh, the Xbox anniversary revealed. And there were some very exciting things and some very uh, nostalgia inducing things. Uh, but you know, Halo Infinite definitely is the star of the show, and the reason why it was the the last thing shown and announced is because hey, you can play it now. We we were talking before about how Apex Legends, you know, absolutely got it right yeah. because yeah. no other game that I can think of that was a free to play game did 
did what they did to come out and say, oh, here's the game. And by the way, go get it. It's here. Go play it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's available yeah. now. <laughs> so for them to pull this, you know, on, on a day like this, it is fantastic. I, I really can't think of a better way. And it's great that everything lined up so perfectly for them to make this happen. That's the most brilliant recovery from a game that was receiving such negative criticism for the delays. Like whoever, whoever oh, at, yeah. at Microsoft or at Xbox said, let's let's spin it this way. They're, they need to get their bonus now, right? This was a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant reference. Like, I think you're right. It was a, a node to Apex Legends and their their marketing release. But to do it on the Xbox 20th anniversary comes full circle, right? Halo was what made Xbox popular when it first came out. And to do this 20 years later, yeah. for it to be the most anticipated game of not just a year, but almost two years, and to bring it full circle for so many g- game players out there that they now get to come back to this. I mean, what better story could you write? And for us personally, what better story could you write for Quit the Build, right? So I, I was I was on Cloud9 yeah. all day, and it was such an exciting moment to be able to hear that the opening. Y- you load the game, and you just hear that that opening jingle, and you're like, oh the man, choir. it just it oh, just yeah. you know raises the hairs <laughs> on my chest and gets me excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, and and speaking of Cloud9, man, there's some cool stuff <laughs> already in the beta. Nick is flying around as Speed one of the, uh, Cloud9 HCS skins, right? <laughs> yeah. Like he is, he's going around in that and it's, it's man, they are some slick, slick armor skins in there already. And you know, it's, it's finally here. We're finally in the mix, which is something that I didn't think we would be talking about uh, mid November. Although I do remember saying that, you know, mid November, it, it could be that they, they just all of a sudden release it without warning and then you know thanks thanks pringles you know pringles <laughs> out there leaking all the xp stuff pringles. that they had i mean yeah. you know once you pop the leaks don't stop but yeah so the story from polygon of course got already kind of breaking down what what we know about this early surprise release um that the game is now fully playable now for uh, for free like i just said on windows pc xbox one and xbox series s and x um and you know even being available on steam you know you can hop on steam right now and download it and here here is yeah, where for free. it gets in i know we mentioned yeah, that but free, free. <laughs> it's, it's free real estate people what do you F- what do you it's free. it's free yeah come on this is the first time in halo history this has ever yeah. happened so this is it's a big pretty deal. wild and you know this is where i think commendations are in order because we have seen time and time and time again game releases just get botched or you know the the usual oh, issue yeah. of a new game has come out with a lot of hype behind it that requires server authentication or just require you to be online because it's an online game and the servers can't handle it or when you have people mass downloading can you believe steam did not go down even once i mean this is a game that basically everyone and their grandma is downloading because it's free and halo is just so synonymous with gaming and for for Steam to keep keep that rolling, you know, all the way through the night on the, on the day that it is surprised announced, I thought for sure when I was at work and this was announced that I was going to come home and the servers would be down or I wouldn't be able to download it. But it, it never happened on both Xbox and uh, on on Steam. That there was never an outage. Do you know what how many Nick how many peak users Steam had at at, at the at its peak that that day for uh, uh you know uh, concurrent game downloads or, or or players? I'm just curious to know. I just to, just to, to you know double down on your statement here. I mean, yeah, there's been so many times, even with game updates, right? There's certain game updates that get released for an existing game that's out like Fortnite, and you can't even download it right away or it takes time for you to be able to get back into the game once it's released right and so for there to be no hiccups i mean i literally went on went to the game pass grabbed it it downloaded quickly and i was able to jump right in it 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 felt seamless it was it was quite a surprise to be honest a game informer reporting that halo infinite amassed a record-breaking 270,000 concurrent users just in its first day on steam alone already putting it in yeah in the top five most played games uh on its first day so and you, you think that you know wow. halo is probably more uh, has more of a a console based uh, player group right than pc so for oh, them for to sure. have that kind of numbers it's going to be shocking but like i said for for this game to come out and there just not to be any hiccup you know the game is is, is completely functional there's not really any network or technical issues that are plaguing it um albeit it is it is a pretty simplified offering it's just a couple of basic playlists you know you have your your shop um and the, the modes are very pared down obviously the campaign yeah, yeah. but 
but that's uh, that's even more than what we've got right now for even a full release like Forza Horizon 5 that still doesn't have the Forza Forza item shop up. So the item shop's not even up for that. And honestly, Nick, this is a release that had to go flawlessly. If if <laughs> if we're going to take if we're going to look back and look at Craig <laughs> And look at what they <laughs> served us on a platter, which was like a glittered covered turd. Yeah. And then, you know, th no, this had to be the perfect launch, especially for the flagship of Halo, mm -hmm. right? Like, or, or uh, Xbox rather like Halo and your, I would say Xbox really exists and it was perpetuated because of Halo. It's Halo. And you, know, you could argue gears and, of and, war. And two quick, two quick takes on that as well. Like for, First of all, having a Series X now and being able to play this, wow, did it look great. Like it, and it, it looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm excited about the campaign that's to come out in December and see how beautiful this game plays on my Series X. Uh and secondly, thinking about the release too, not just from a positive note for Xbox on the 20th, 20th anniversary, but also kind of a side benefit or maybe a second secondary strategy. I know Fortnite was specifically ending and starting their new season on the anticipated release mm. date for for Halo Infinite in December. Uh, so I'm wondering if this was yeah, also a dig to say, hey, we're not going to let you try to steal our thunder. We're going to surprise everyone and come out with it early and completely throw and dwell down your 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 concurrent users over at Epic. So uh, j just my take, just something I, I thought about when I saw it released kind of just unexpectedly. I'm like, wow, like when I look at the battle pass, next season ends December 7th or something like that. So the timing seemed a bit unique and uh, coincidental to me. Now, Nick, the, tell us about the beta thing, because that's been a big point of contention and it's kind of confusing. I'll admit, even I was a little confused and, and, and they came out with a blog article 343 did on Halo Waypoint that kind of summed it up. But it, talk about this beta and why it's currently in beta. Yeah, so essentially what they're saying is that the, the current release is a multiplayer beta offering a preview of the game's first season of content. Um, they did say that the progression that's made in the beta, which will end pretty pretty soon, uh, will carry over to the full release next month. So I, I, what my my take on it, the way I understand it, is that when the uh, actual campaign releases again, that's scheduled for December eighth, that that's going to be the official release. But I mean, as far as a beta is concerned, your what yeah. you're doing right now in the game carries over, so it's not like you have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's not going to it's not going to end in, in in the sense of there's going to be a an end to uh, the multiplayer that you're playing right now and it will go offline until December 8th. It's going to continue. So I know that right now it says that, you know, there's it's a beta from the 15th to the 22nd. Really, honestly, that's talking about the, uh, the 20th anniversary special items that you can get in the game. If you play right now between the, between the 15th and the 22nd, you will be granted some in-game items that are reminiscent of the original uh, Master Chief color that that sage green, um, as well as a a black you know gun skin, and then right after that on the twenty third, they're starting this the samurai event that's going to to span essentially the first uh, I guess until the release of of Halo Infinite the campaign or whatever. So there's not going to be a drop in terms of gameplay. It's kind of like Fortnite was in beta for a while. Yeah. right like it's it, just here it felt it's like it here was in now. beta for yeah it, it's just here yeah. Yeah. so now I, I do have to point out though because there, there's going to be a samurai armor in this game and halo takes place in the future right it does but if you didn't know there was a secret sect of samurais that have kept the the shogun spirit alive wow that was a lot of alliteration and i don't get enough credit from that yeah, where's we're, the we're, studio yeah, audience we <laughs> thank you I mean, Thank you. I can press whatever button I want. <laughs> Incredible alliteration aside, Bruno, I, all I'm saying is that Tom Cruise was officially declared to be the last samurai in 2003. Wow. So I don't really see how that's possible. That's, that's very yeah. true, but it's a wonder that he was even granted samurai status in the first place, being the whitest dude <laughs> around. I didn't once. see the movie personally. This is one of the ones that I actually haven't seen. Oh, my gosh. Seen, Nick. Have you ever oh, seen it? Have you seen that one? <laughs> no, 
I haven't. Nick's Come like, on. this is, oh, dang it. I thought this was going to be the one beat. that you were going to yeah. be like, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but that that being said, I think there is one aspect of, of Halo Infinite that definitely we need to talk about because, you know, there there is one part of the uh, the battle pass system that everybody seems to be universally criti- critiquing, and that is the speed at which yes. you progress through it. Ooh, yeah. um, another story. Just the progression in yeah. general mm-hmm. was terrible. Um, the story awful. from uh, a PCGamer.com editorial that uh, that sums it up that says, sorry, Halo Infinite, but your battle pass sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. So just to kind of break this down for our listeners, the, the battle pass system for Halo Infinite, there are some big pros, and I want to get to those first. I think the biggest pro, and we were just talking about this in, um, in, in the pre-show, about how this is a, a system that I hope catches fire to the point that all other battle passes follow suit, which is the elimination of yeah. FOMO. So what they're saying is every, every season oh, yeah. is is okay. going to last six months. All right, this the season we have now will be over in six months. The new battle pass and that season comes along with it. Well, we'll so two per year, uh, which is a lot slower than most most battle pass uh, systems in, in free to play games. And the nice thing is that once the season ends, you can still go back. If we were in season five, you could go back and purchase the season one battle pass and activate it. You could only have one at a time selected, but you could level up that battle pass and go back and get those items. So it takes away the time based FOMO of like, oh, if I don't you know play this game for 100 hours this month, I'm not going to get that one reward. Um, I, I think that yeah. is a, a fantastic system. Now, that being said, yeah, the big problem that this this story is bringing out, and, and as you just mentioned, Bruno, it is very slow. And the big problem seems to be that progression is tied just to those daily and weekly missions that you get. Um, and you're not really getting any kind of substantial XP on a per game basis to the point that you can have entire games that you play. You're not getting nothing. any. Not, it's not substantial. It's <laughs> nothing. You get absolutely nothing for your hard-earned work if you're not getting challenges done and that creates a very very toxic environment especially in a an objective based game right now some of them are so niche right so it's even if you get into like arena or whatever and you have to play a specific style match and do something in that match you may only get that match one every three four five matches right i mean unless uh, unless we're going to get some more focused options to be able to say i just want to go play capture the flag or i want to go play play you know um you know slayer or whatever i mean you know at least in the the preview beta or even now i feel like some of these are very niche right and so it's well they have the challenge swaps right, right. so they do they have but added still, something sw- that you know you can <laughs> ch- change and swap, swap one those out one for another that, <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah, like, that's what you'll get yeah so or not yeah, i just that's my two cents on that kind of putting that in there too is it just feels like some of those are a little unreal in terms of yeah you got to play a lot of time to get in the right match to be able to do the right thing and I, I feel like that the intent was good but maybe the the execution was poor I do like the fact that you can do it you know you can do the challenges with bots for the most part there are some challenges that you can do in the bot arena so you don't necessarily have to go in PvP but yeah it's if, if you're not being rewarded and I said this to Nick earlier if you're not being rewarded consistently game after game and you're not ranking up up in a in a in a quick manner you're not going to retain a player base you know what i mean like you're going to you're going people are going to drop off and you're going to have the same problem where it's just a core group of halo players that are playing and not the people that you intended to bring in with your free to play uh game whatever i don't know i don't know what to call it something 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 i don't very nice <laughs> no I, I, to, to kind of elaborate on that bruno i think the problem is going to be that because these objectives are the only way to progress the battle pass and like you said they they are so specific in in what they want you to do what's going to happen is it's great that the bot matches allow you to do that right where and and for the those that haven't played it there is a bot match option where you you and other real players on the same team go up against a group of terrible bots that are it's so (laughs) they they, every now and then they have their moments don't get me wrong well and you can up the difficulty in your own training and right right now i think they're like set set it to a mix between like recruit and maybe like one ODST, yeah. but you can get up there, boy. They can be some, uh, like, I haven't gone up, I haven't gone up that high, uh-huh. but you know, if you wanted to, I guess you could get your, your ass handed to you <laughs> yeah, if you if wanted. You wanted. <laughs> no, I, would just jo- I would just join the play- PVP then, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
If I want the sweat, that's where I'm going. Sure. The point, though, is that now what's going to happen is because players want to get these missions done and they, they don't want to risk it in going into a real game and, you know, trying to get a kill with a weapon that they're not proficient with um, or, you know, go for melee kills and that's not really their style, they are going mm. to go to those bot matches as often as possible in order to complete them, right? Because you know you're going to be able to get it done a lot easier. You're going to have easier access to weapons. You're going to have easier access to just killing things because they the, these bots tend to just stay in one spot and make it very easy to, to drop them with the weapon that you need to get kills with. So what I think is going to happen is a lot of people are just going to flock to bot matches to progress the battle pass rather than playing Halo, which is not really something that involves fighting bots over and over again. Uh, I'm already finding myself yeah, doing that. Yeah, not what they yeah. want either. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think it's a double-edged sword where they, yeah, the, the solution really needs to just be make sure to give XP for a game, you know, depending on the length of the game. How did you perform in the game, right? And I'm not talking about kills and deaths in a game of oddball people. Get on the objective. Hold the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the that's the big thing. We definitely need a slayer a slayer version of the game that that needs to be uh, added asap. And the fact that it wasn't, I understand they're trying to to pull in the players, and that's probably part of the beta aspect, right? We're asking for more instead of getting a full playlist. So hopefully, uh, by December eighth, the release of the campaign will also see those additions to the game um, like specific playlists maybe capture the flag or team objective or team slayer whatever it may be so people can then choose because you're right if you're if if you're just now joining the halo community and you're not going for the objective that's not how this is played go play call of <laughs> yeah. duty hey I seriously am, i am fine like with <laughs> drop what you're doing now and just give it up it's not your game you're not that yeah. guy pal you're i'm just gonna go guy. sit on way a rally point c and i'm good i'll just defend it i don't need to run around you know yeah. I, I'll, I'll go there one and go. three and i'll have i'll have sat on waypoint c for two minutes and i'm good that's me most games i will gladly hang yeah. back and uh hold down the fort we were playing the other night and nick i have to say nick was the oddball man i mean he just he held the ball for like 85 percent of the match like 85 percent of our winning time was in his in his stats and i'm like that that's how that game's played so that's yeah. a mercy player that's a mercy <laughs> player right here that is somebody who played yep. mercy in I'll overwatch take it. i'll take one for the team loot and scoot baby give me that ball right. oh my goodness but yeah so i, I do want to get into some of our our listeners uh, takes we did ask across social media platforms uh, we got a lot of replies on good pods this time um in the qtb pod arcade group by the way if you're on good pods out. we have uh the largest uh, gaming podcast group on on good pods yeah you can stop in there to search for a uh, pod arcade and uh, in the in the groups there on good pods and uh, join the conversation because us and other podcasters in the gaming space are constantly talking and sharing our content so nave from the gaming together a cooperative podcast uh did give us uh some feedback said the feel of multiplayer is everything i wanted it to be multiplayer mode should be selectable and the progression is snail speed but wow this game is a blast to play i haven't heard so much yelling belly laughing or astonishment from my friends in a long time we played for 10 hours straight and i'll tell you that's the wow. magic of gaming man and i tell you yeah. as soon as i hopped into a couple of games with you brad and you too bruno you know that 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 feeling you know of of i, I could almost hear kenny loggins in the background saying playing with the boys you know because <laughs> it's uh it's just it's, it's playing halo with your friends yeah. it's just it's 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 classic man shirtless greased up wearing jeans on the beach with ray bands you know oh, how it's not done. that far i, I felt like i was dusting off some of my old lingo with you nick like i was like oh man i haven't said that in like a decade and it, it was yeah. it felt good like, <laughs> I'm, I'm pushing right I'm he's pushing one, right. Shot. one shot he's absolute he's one shot <laughs> grenade oh man so funny uh some other feedback from brian and ryan from the list off podcast saying they're both having a lot of fun with it it's nice to play the maps and modes that weren't in the earlier play tests there are so many cool games fighting for everyone's time right now boy they aren't kidding um and so many of them are just coming from that xbox game pass uh lineup which just gets stronger and stronger and a christopher love from the and i'll abbreviate to keep it pg-13 wtf do you want podcast 
podcast, uh, which said, normally the co-op campaign is as close as I get to a multiplayer session, but I grabbed 10 quick matches last night um, and have a group to game with tonight. Looks and plays brilliantly. And he had a really good take on this, which is with Call of Duty Vanguard and Battlefield's lukewarm receptions, it really feels like 343 have an open goal for the holiday season. I could not agree more. Think about how much you are right. Mm -hmm. was behind Battlefield especially and that I'm I'm telling you now the early release that some people are playing right now with that with that collector's edition it ain't going so well so I really Mm. think that with the smooth launch of this if if 343 can get the campaign out day one in mostly playable if not fully playable you know very minimal glitches in in that state game of the year contender I think is going to be an understatement for Halo wow that's saying something for something that came out at the tail end of 2021 yep. but I, I I have to agree with you that you know and I gotta say I don't give a flying fart if you don't like any of my opinions on this podcast <laughs> why I got a podcast and you're listening so just so we're aware if you don't like my opinion and I'll be uh, to be fair I didn't like the opinion that came out of my mouth after I said it but I said it and I stuck with it so what the hell ever anyway I will say the Forza Horizon 5 is a contender for that it is an amazing game i don't want to slight uh how amazing that is and it almost feels like a competition with microsoft itself like who's gonna win microsoft or microsoft because those are the only contenders right now folks if you're if you were hoping for a great holiday season for playstation it ain't happening and i think the fanboys are are awfully quiet now that we've got uh forza horizon 5 and halo infinite with this new release I will end with this. If you want to say, if you want to see some awesome Halo content, you can head on over to our YouTube page. There are about five uh, montages up on there from Halo 5. Those are vintage quit the build videos. The first ones that we ever posted to YouTube, basically showcasing that our start was with Halo and uh, couldn't be happier with this release getting it uh i mean almost you know i i tried not to wake up everyone in the house i was so excited i knew it was coming there were so many like little nods in the in the xbox 20th anniversary presentation in general which was just like you know you know even some surprises right and how xbox has been built because of halo and the communities behind it so super excited to have this out finally and uh i i'm i'm excited to to play tonight that's exactly <laughs> hey, how hey, I hey bruno <laughs> nick quick quick point or quick question for you guys do you feel like the also success of this launch besides the fact that it has gone smoothly is that we haven't had a halo game in how long i'm thinking to the call of duties and the battlefields i almost feel like it's a saturation thing with game, the gamer base now right those games come out so frequently i feel like you almost get one every year or so or almost every year right Oh, and definitely. I'm wondering at yeah, what, every, at every what year point for sure. do you go, wow, that's just a, a, a coat of new colored paint on the same the same thing, right? The same house. And and, and I'm not yeah. trying to to belittle or, or uh, you know, dilute down the content that may come out in those games. But I do feel at times that it's just a rehash of something they played the year before. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a mad yeah. thing, right? Like where, you know, it's just it's a roster update. At this point, I feel like Call of Duty has become that where we get a few... Uh, uh, a few weapon changes and and tweaks in that respect and they try to reinvent something new in terms of how the perks work but it's never exactly what we want we want the old stuff and they never give it to us they drip feed us new things and and it just ends up being the same thing over and over again and i think we're also in this era right you know where everything's a battle royale and so for halo to stick to their guns and say well this is an arena shooter it's not a it's not a battle royale I think is is um, is bold of them I will say this though after playing alone the other day with people who don't know what the hell they're doing I can see why battle royales were were created and why they're so popular because it feels like that's a game mode that you can play alone not get completely crapped on whereas if you go into Halo Infinite right now and you don't know what you're doing you're probably not going to have a fun time
time. I'd recommend checking out the tutorial, the academy, or even just going with the bot arena. You're not going to have a bad time playing against bots. Uh, you can up the difficulty on them, but that's just my two cents. Nick, what do you think? Uh, you know, it, it's, yeah, you're, you're talking about franchises that release with, with different, you know, they alter, like Call of Duty, they, they alternate developers every other year in order to, or every other game in order to ensure that they can put out games in a yeah. timely manner. Yeah, yeah, of course oversaturation is a thing. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, though, I'm not sure that the the length of time that it took to make a new Halo has so much to do with, let's really take our time so much as there were just a lot of hurdles with how do we get this game to even come to fruition. That being said, there is a lot of other news to get to, so we are going to keep it moving. Today's podcast was sponsored in part by Pierce Unlimited. For marketing media that works and bespoke design to power your business, visit PierceUnlimited.com. Today's podcast was also sponsored by Arnie Palmy. That's right. <laughs> Arnold Palmer is helping me stay not, not thirsty yeah. and satiating my thirst. Oh, wow. Nick, God. we were talking about, I tried to set you up with the softball there about Xbox 20th anniversary, talking oh. about how that was such a great yeah. launch. And then we've got tons of yeah. games that were added, right? Right. And that what's crazy is, you know, there's that was just one Halo Infinite surprise drop. There was just one component of the Xbox 20th anniversary presentation. Um, so we will kind of go over uh, just quickly a lot of the bullet points there. Of course, we had the the sneak peek for the, uh, the Halo series. It's going to be uh, previewing our, our premiering there on Paramount Plus in 2022. Not much to talk about. It was too brief of a, a preview to really mean anything. N nonetheless, the hype has been generated. Also, I, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to The Rock, you know, because yeah, got, oh, during that uh, that like a little history, you know, a presentation they had about Xbox and going back to the OG Xbox and having Dwayne The Rock <laughs> Johnson on stage with the hair. And I'll, I'll tell you, I don't know, <laughs> there, there's, there's two kinds of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's two kinds of people in this world. There's people that like the, the the rock without hair and people that write like the rock with hair. I say you can't go wrong either way, but boy, that hair is just something special. You add that fanny pack. And oh, that I was is say, just the, uh, the necklace. Yeah. Oh, it's, boy. It's a look. I just but, yeah. love how Bill Gates always was like, thanks, rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, The Rock. I, I, I said it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, like Bill Gates, white rubbed off on on The Rock that day, and he became Dwayne Johnson after that. That's that was the well, downfall. Well, but but can you just say if that was like tremendous foresight by Microsoft and Bill Gates? I mean, look how the ascension of The Rock or Dwayne Johnson in the last twenty years, right? I mean, right? Like who would have known? Relevant, just like Xbox. It would be super harsh if it was somebody that like isn't isn't relevant at all anymore yeah. insert somebody not relevant i keep my brain can't think of anyone right Probably now short. like you love him i love him everyone else forgot about him but but at the time too and, and i know enzo and biggs can can comment this on the wrestling podcast but at the time the rock was just known as a wrestler at the time he really yeah. hadn't transitioned into into hollywood fully yet so i mean just 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 another i mean uh, by luck i mean by chance or or long-term strategy i mean to have the rock be associated with xbox that long ago and now have it come for full circle i mean they, they're just hitting it on on all cylinders and, and so is he sure. I know mm -hmm. he was giving out new Xbox Series S's and X's with his promotion of Red Notice, and so it was all timed oh, very, cool. very well. Yeah, it all lined up, and uh, you know, I think even his his appearance with the original Xbox was before the people's eyebrow was even a thing. So that, that's how <laughs> that's how unknown he was. But yeah, it that was a very cool uh, look back on the, the the launch of the original Xbox, and I, I think especially in today's gaming landscape, looking at how difficult it is for new contenders with all the money and technology and clout in the world, still not really being able to become one of the big three, you know, and looking yeah. at 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 Xbox's journey into that into that that unknown when there really were only two players in the game for them to find a way to carve out their their foothold in that industry and actually gain traction you know that that really is a cool story to follow and there will be that documentary series that's going to air Ooh, um, yeah, on, on a couple different nice. uh, mm -hmm. uh, platforms including youtube that is definitely going to be a must watch for any xbox fan but guys i definitely. have to jump into what i, I was going to say nick What's uh -huh. the what's you're talking about the big three? For me, the big three is the GTA trilogy. Oh, <laughs> <Segway>. wow. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, I was actually going to mention first that, that they're adding 70 games from the Xbox and Xbox 360 catalog. The what? fear games. 
the Max Payne trilogy, Star Wars Jedi Academy, and a lot of existing games like Sonic Generations. So hyped oh. about that are getting FPS boosts on on the Series X. I mean, just incredible. They, they did say that this is going to be the last wave of, of games that they're adding to the backwards compatible catalog. Um, just But that catalog is already so robust. So for them to, yeah. to add that that one last final push wow. um, is just absolutely unbelievable. Just all in all, a 10 out of 10 presentation. They knocked it out of the park. They oh. They did everything right. Nick, is that a way for you saying that we want to segue from a 10 out of 10 to a 0.5 out of 10? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys are trying to get me off this article. I'm going. Oh, but first of all, we have to say thank you to our Patreon supporters like Nick Nick, Epicapture Productions, The Dudist Monk, Indie Gamiacs, Alan Abadessa, and Mr. Grove Games. Hey, you out there, if you would like a shout out each and every episode, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash quit the build and you are going to get access to our Nostalgia Vault bonus podcast content. We talk about everything from the 90s, 90s snacks, 90s video games. I'm actually going to announce our next bonus episode right here on this show. It's going to be 90s game shows. You heard it here. We're talking Nickelodeon Guts, Legends of the Hidden Temple, and the reason... Yeah, you better play that. Oh, wait, wait, no, here we go. (laughs) Yes! Uh, Yes, yes, yes! Yes, Ed Kaloff. Okay, Double Dare. Thank you so much. Bruno with the clutch play on the soundboard. Uh, we're going to be talking about Double Dare, you best believe. Yeah, one of our our supporters on Patreon did suggest that, talking about 90s game shows. I said, absolutely, yeah. we're going to do that. And that's the beauty of that bonus show is that the, our, our listeners get to decide, our supporters get to decide the topics. So if you want to support us today and join that list of growing supporters, again, patreon.com slash quit the build. Tiers start as low as $2 per month, and your support means the world to us. It really helps us to grow as a network and support uh, everything that we have going on here at the QTB network. So yeah, let's talk about Grand Theft Auto, this article coming to us from Nintendo Life, and the reason why, even though it's a multi-platform release, that Nintendo Life is the one talking about it is because <laughs> the Switch port uh, of the GTA Definitive Trilogy is super bad. Actually, all of them are really suffering from problems, but this is probably, I would say, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, review bombs in Metacritic history as oh, of right sure. now. Yeah, GTA, uh, the Trilogy Definitive Edition, is sitting at a 0.5 user score with about 4,000 reviews and so many zeros. A lot of the people that gave it 10s, there's like sarcastic comments in there or it's like passive aggressive. Um, so there there are a lot of people. You really? The gaming yeah. community passive aggressive? <laughs> Can we get that meme with uh, Cyberpunk and then GTA showing up saying hold my beer? <laughs> oh, if I were Cyber, if I were uh, uh, CD Projekt Red right now, I'd be breathing a sigh of relief because finally we have the Cyberpunk of 2021. <laughs> You know, take take the heat off those guys. Um, so yeah, just to kind of recap what has happened so far. So before this trilogy came out, of course, the the, the original three 3D uh, Grand Theft Auto games, uh, of course, Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, and San Andreas, the original games were delisted from Steam. So you can no longer purchase the original versions of these games, or at least the PC versions of those games. Before the, the games released, we did not get any ga- in-game gameplay footage of what it would look like. We did get some cinematic cutscenes, okay, yeah. that, that showed up uh, pretty pretty shortly beforehand. Um, but we really didn't know what we were going to get when they had already delisted the games. And we, we had talked about that on a previous podcast about, like, is that an area for concern? There was also a, a review embargo that went right down to the wire. So really, no one knew what people on, on a professional level thought about the game, really, until it was already too late. But, you know, I, I think, look, here, here's the issue with these until games. It's too late. Yeah, you know, <laughs> here, here's the big problem is these three games, it's already been confirmed confirmed through users that they are the mobile ports of games that came out for Android and iOS uh, progressively through the years. And they just ported them again to these consoles and used uh, basically a machine learning uh, AI that went in and looked at all the textures, all the fonts, right? And then just sharpened them, upscaled them. And now you have this this new product. Not to say that that's exactly how the whole development process knows. We'll, we'll never truly know. But we do know almost for certain that these are the mobile versions of the games. Now, that sounds like someone said, was really low on budget. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Rockstar has no money, none whatsoever. <laughs> well, you know? that, that all, I think it, it goes to show you that they obviously, I mean, like I, I've said this before, they didn't, they underestimated who their target audience was. And I think the target audience was me, just me, <laughs> just, just me. you, just me. 
Yeah, I'm the only one. They for some reason they listen to this podcast and they say, "Hey, Bruno really likes the de- the definitive edition. He would love this." Yeah. I personally have been having a blast with the game. This is on console. I will say that this isn't on PC, so I haven't experienced a lot of the issues. And my main experience has been with Vice City, which uh, apparently is the best of the three. If there if there is such a thing, I honestly don't I, I think a lot of it comes down to a couple things i think the the textures and everything look pretty good in terms of a of a remaster it's not really a remaster it's um it is a reskinned version yeah. essentially right and yes i've seen some of the modded things that people have done and whatnot but it, it's hard to say you know it's hard to say why why people do the things that they do i don't know why the hell did they lead up so much with with no man's sky and then deliver such a piss poor experience i have no clue but for <laughs> you know i do think that we look back at at some of these things through rose colored lenses and and, and in, a, in a light that may be better than it was and i'm not saying that the original versions were way worse than this or way better i'm just saying that for somebody that hasn't played them in 20 years yeah. and this is i didn't play them on the ios version didn't play them on pc this is my first experience with them since i played them as a child i was in heaven so to me it like hit all of those things i didn't notice the lack of uh whatever songs were missing or anything like that and i had the entire cd collection from fye do you remember that Oh, we, you and me both, man. That was like a, a rite of passage. That that got us into Fye. It was a very smart move. Yeah, you know, it, it's just it's it's interesting because yeah, you know, Bruno. I think hidden underneath these review bombs and the internet outrage that's happening, there are people just like you that are looking at it and being like, actually, you know, it's I'm enjoying it. And you know, if you're in that boat in that scenario that you just described, that's perfect. You know, it kind of describes yeah. my surreal experience of actually quite enjoying Cyberpunk 2077 on Stadia yeah, while everybody exactly. else was was having a miserable time yeah. and just feel like 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 is this the twilight zone yeah, like, exactly not, this doesn't match and i i think again the bigger issue is just for them to delist the originals and make them un unpurchasable and the modding community that went with them there were a lot of people making mods for those games and these games are not moddable because they're they're a single file you can't really go yeah. in there and, and and change things out that that really creates a an atmosphere of it, it just feels like they've abandoned you know their roots and not allowed for people to play those those original games that choose to play them and experience them in that way for them to do that, then put this version out. And if you go onto Digital Foundry on YouTube, they did a great breakdown that's kind of side by side of where things went wrong uh, with with the ports and where things get interesting and un- unusual with the graphics and, and odd omissions. But it's more of an issue of for them to call it the definitive edition and for it to not release in just tip top shape. I think that was insulting to the fans. I also think mm. that this is a review bombing that's been what eight plus years in the making of uh, you know <laughs> where. Up a gra- yeah, uh, as we talked about on a previous you. episode. Tick, tick, tick yeah. boom. <laughs> exactly. Where is GTA 6, right? And for them to not really have any major releases outside of Red Dead Redemption 2, um, and for this to be the next thing after all that wait, and for it not to be flawless, I think that is is definitely rustling some jimmies out there on the internet. What do you think, Brad? Well, I I, I kind of think back to this, and maybe this isn't the right comparison, but I'm thinking back to when they did the Master Chief Collection for Halo, right? And, oh, and they re-released wow. all of those, right? So how how can we compare that to this release? And I think it was two completely different experiences. Yeah, so I, I, I would can. say <laughs> let, let's pose that, right? Let's pose that okay. debate, you know? It, does this, it, this seems very much in the same limelight of re-releasing a package of, of games that were nostalgic and, and folks wanted to revisit, but and, and I don't think it was executed nearly as as well as the halo master chief collection but the halo master chief collection was a disaster yeah it was an absolute disaster at launch so i would argue that from a console perspective the the gta definitive edition was a much more successful launch than than uh the master chief collection the master chief collection was an unbroken mess like an a a mitigated disaster if you will to the point where the matchmaking system would would split up teams five versus three it couldn't even get even numbers (laughs) right brad what the hell okay i learned that in 
kindergarten how to split up teams evenly, and here we are. And I, I it was it Bruno, was terrible. Wasn't that just because you were picked last, so you could count both sides and knew no. you were the last one? <laughs> no, I was picked last. Bruno was picked like third to last. Yeah, it was Jimmy, everybody I'm else, kidding. Bruno, you know, Carl, and then me. <laughs> and I don't even know Carl who Carl is. Then me. <laughs> we don't know who Carl is. Well, yeah, that was that was a good one, and I don't have anything to respond to that other than I was I was like I was like a a twelve and year all, old Babe Ruth, I was not all star, right? And huskiness, but I could belt a ball. But that's beside the point the point is this is actually playable it might not be at the level in terms of uh quality or graphic quality fidelity that people expect and nick showed me a a, a, <laughs> a very <laughs> oh, funny <that> screen grab <laughs> good glory yeah the yeah. screen grab of that that one npc character is just god awful but Looks like an alien. i will <laughs> yeah, and I've seen people compare that to like modded editions, right? Where people have modded the game. And I think that's probably why they took it down, right? We don't want anyone to compare this to anything else. We just want them to see this as it is because they changed things in the game. And it's, uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Like I said, it, for me, it I think this was a better launch than, than Master Chief Collection. It was absolutely unplayable. And and I've gone back to this several times and actually played it. Granted, there's no multiplayer component to this. And, you know, it's a very basic game. But, you know, to say that that Master Chief Collection, I th I think the reason that people didn't give it as bad of a, a, a review as they could have is because they favored those more. And Nick is right. There's some pent up aggression from the GTA community yeah. that resulted in them saying, hey, <laughs> you worked on this POS instead of GTA six. What the heck? Like, and that's not the case, right? Like we know they're actually working on GTA six. We're just venting. But, but I, I guess it, it begs a bigger question then too. Are, are, is this really a good business model to, to reskin or to, you know, re-release these as a de definitive edition? Like, are there other games that you think could be a model for this? Or is this something that now seeing these troubled releases for the two, you know, the GTA trilogy and even mass, Master Chief Collection. Is this something that, you know, companies and developers should not be spending resources on? I mean, when you're a company as large as Rockstar, you can do better, I think, is mm. the point. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's it, it reeks of, of of a cash grab. Like I yeah. said, when you delist yeah. the originals, there was no mm. reason to do that. And especially, they 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 were doing like DCMA uh, uh, takedowns on the modding community for... DMCA, I always get that backwards. DMCA. All right, but yeah, that, that's how I remember it. Yes. You know, it's fun to get DMCA'd. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh, it, oh, man. what I'm saying is we had praised Rockstar for in the past because there was that news break that that they basically took the modding community who figured out um, there was an issue yeah. with the, the code in GTA 5 that was causing the online to load and take forever to load. They realized there was a redundancy in there that they fixed and made the game load multiple times faster, okay? They actually yeah. hired that person um, and, and I think it was like a bounty program that they utilized where that person got paid a lot of money from from rockstar they actually brought them in and said hey great you know you think about cyberpunk they there was a yeah. news that they they took modders that were fixing the game and hired them to help fix the game yeah. like that's that's common sense stuff that that will never upset the community but i don't care how you go about a release you can't start it with we're not going to show you anything from the game but we're going to remove the originals flag from from yeah from storefronts first you can't do it that way and even if even if the, the the new versions are great why why would you take away that option to play a game the way it was meant to be originally played if you're going to well, make I any will modifications say they did, yeah they did do that with the master chief collection that was one really cool thing where you could switch mm -hmm. between the mm -hmm. original version and the remastered version at any time and that was so so cool obviously we we know the reason 
why. We know the reason why it's already been pointed out that this is obviously just some type of reskinned thing. That's there's some it's it's buggy and at least in the PC version, I've experienced a couple bugs, and I will say this: the rain. Oh my gosh! In GTA Three, is just unbearable, almost to the point where you can't see outside. That's how bad the rain is when it comes down. It's, it's so pixelated, like, like there's an issue with yeah, it. Yeah, and it's very very opaque. Like you can't see through the rain whatsoever. So uh, that was off putting at first, but um, you know, I it, like I said, for me, it it was fun to jump in. Am I the person that I'm that everyone hates obviously because I you know they they got my money but also I haven't I haven't you know spent years in the modding com- community perfecting some of these games like these fans have I haven't played the game in 20 years I have played the PC version or the iOS or the Android version so my opinion is you know mm-hmm. completely based on the fact that this is much better than the game I played 20 years ago. Oh my goodness. Well, it, it's an interesting conversation. And ultimately, I think the, the fans will decide. We'll give it time. I know Metacritic usually has like countermeasures that they'll deploy when, when review bombs happen, the same way as Yelp or anybody else does. It's important to do it that way because, you know, at the end of the day, so many people are just bandwagoning. Um, and I, you know, maybe haven't purchased the game or don't really have any valid criticisms because they haven't, you know, they have no intention of, of at, at any price point going in and playing. So time will tell. But I'll tell you what the definitive version of our website is. And that is is quitthebuild.com. I mean, it's always been. We, we haven't, we're not going to release a definitive version because it already is definitive. <laughs> yeah. You'll always Quit get the, the original. Build the definitive version. <laughs> uh, so go check it out, please. We've got so much. It, it really is a one-stop uh, for everything Quit the Build. Uh, if you go onto our network page, you're going to see all of our amazing network partners. Like, of course, uh, like you mentioned there, Brad, our, our newest podcast partner, and that is Enzo and Biggs over at the Double DQ Wrestling Podcast. And I'll tell you, even if you're not a wrestling fan, you're going to have a lot of fun with that podcast. They have some hilarious oh, yeah. conversations um, and really are just a great all-around addition to our network, so we're so ha- glad to have them. Of course, also uh, uh, Tom and Chris from the One Hour, One Decision uh, Game Pass podcast, also a great show. Just so much to check out there on the network page. Of course, on the community page, you can also check out our swag. That means squad swag, all of our amazing merch, just in time for the holidays. I mean, it was already Woo! there, but sure, it's just in time. Uh, but you can get to <laughs> all sorts of great designs. Uh, sweaters, too, of course, for the cold the cold months. You might have bought the t-shirts. Now you're going to have to get the sweaters. I'm wearing a sweater right now. <laughs> What it do? What it do? <laughs> Bruno, what it do? For the oh people? man, guys, we are absolutely everywhere. We're on TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and like Nick mentioned before, we're doing some really cool things on the Discord with weekly watch parties with Terry. We got to figure out what his next episode is going to be because it's like almost Terry's running his own like you know Airbnb slash <laughs> Airbnb. Therapy and me. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh man. Willie really hears that one. Wait till he hears that one. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm so excited for what we have coming uh, in the future for the Quit the Build podcast. And of course, if you like our banter, you can and and movies and TV, you can check out the Gotta Watch podcast. It's our uh, our our partner podcast, brother sister podcast, whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want. It's call our it. other podcast. The other one. Where we, the other one. <laughs> the <laughs> other one. <laughs> yeah, the one I put all the effort into. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, that one. Oh, man. I just. (laughs) Anyway, oh, you guys can check us out wherever podcasts are heard. Just search for Quit the Build, and we'll be there with a new episode every Wednesday for Nick and Brad. I'm Bruno. For Bruno and Brad, I'm Nick. And for Bruno and Nick, I'm Brad. Peace out. What it do? Hands up. Do we kind of cool? Support for this podcast comes from viewers like you. Visit patreon.com/slash quit the build to join the QTB crew today.